Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. What's up, squad? Thank you for clicking on today's podcast. Super duper excited this morning. I'm in a zone, man. Anybody who has that laser focus, who who has that uh, tenacity and that grit to just get sh- done, you guys can I- identify with what I'm talking about, about man. I'm, I'm in this zone right now where I'm just clicking, man. I feel like Steph Curry from... Not, I'm not even from the three-point line. I feel like Steph Curry... At the free throw line right now. Everything is just cash money. And anyway, enough about that. Uh, This podcast is sponsored by the good folks over at BricksFitness.com. I'm still ironing out, ironing it a little. How the fuck you say that word? Ironing out some details with the sponsors. The sponsors are coming. But right now, I'm sponsoring my own ish. So yeah, go to BricksFitness.com. We have... Meal plans. We have um, online coaching services. We also have programs and apparel. Support the brand. Do yourself a favor and grab you a transformation product. Anyway, let's jump right into it today. Let me take my bracelet off. This thing is clicking, making noises. Today's episode is the quickest way to change your life. Now, I use that word quick because that gets clicks and I'm just being transparent. Nothing about changing your life is going to be quick. Well, let me not say that. It can be quick. It can actually happen in one moment. Changing your life happens in an instant and it starts with making a decision. The minute you make that decision that you want to change your life, that is when your life has changed. Right, and I'm not going to get all philosophical, but just just know that that's a truth, and kind of use that as an insight right now. Um, but there's several things, right? And I can only speak for myself. And let me give, let me disclaimer this: I'm not a life coach. I am not a psychologist. I am not a doctor. I'm I'm not an expert of any sort. But I do have my personal experience. I, I've been able to to change my life drastically. I mean, I was broke. I was fat, I was divorced, I was suicidal, and now I am the opposite of all those things. So I think that gives me, you know, some um, position or gives me some uh, expertise to to talk about this topic. And some of the, and I'm going to talk about some of the things that I did to slowly make that change. But I think with the right guidance, which I'm hoping I can contribute uh, to your life as someone who's helping you and help guide uh, guide your journey, I can uh, expedite some of these processes. So, so for me personally, like my body transformation, my life transformation has taken six years. Six years in the grand scheme is not a long time, but some of this stuff could have happened in one year or two years had I had mentors, had I had um, the right information the right education resources, uh, but I didn't. So, but at the same time, I, I don't regret going through the process the way that I did. 
I had to I had to a lot to learn and I used those lessons, those failures, those heartbreaks to help other people. So it was all in purpose. Um one of the first things you have to do in order to change your life is to assess what it is about your life that you don't like. You gotta have an honest conversation with yourself. Because before before you put together an action plan, you gotta you have to know what you're attacking. And sometimes it's not easy. You know, there's so much programming that the world has done to, to all of us. And it takes some quiet time, it takes some reflection, it takes some brutal honesty in order to get to the to uh, get below the surface with yourself, right? To get below the surface with yourself, being able to pinpoint exactly what parts of your life is causing you angst, that's causing you discomfort? What parts of your life do you want to change? You can't just say you want to change without doing the work on uh, identifying exactly what it is that you should change. That's that's first and foremost. And the, a good way to do that is to start journaling. And I spoke about journaling on this podcast a lot. Uh, journaling is a very powerful tool because it allows you to reflect and identify certain emotions, identify certain behaviors or actions that you took or that you didn't take that led to a certain outcome that you liked or you didn't like. Um, so it's sort of like a, a, a athlete watching game film. You'll, you'll be able to, to reflect on your day, your week, your month, your year, in a way that allows you to gather information that you can strategize going forward with. Uh, so it's a very powerful thing. So that's one way for you to kind of identify what you need to change or what you want to change about your life. Um, also, just look at what, let's let's break this down to, to its simplest form. What brings you joy and what causes you pain, right? So you have to go through your life with a fine tooth comb. Look at what is causing you discomfort. What is making you unhappy? What is stealing your joy? What is it? Is it the, your job? Is it your friends? Is it your relationship? Is it, you know, the dynamic that you have with your children? Is it uh, your body? You know, what what are the things that are causing you not to enjoy your life experience. You have to be very clear about what these things are. You have to identify them. And then on the flip side, you have to be just as clear about the things that you like. And you, what you want to do is you want to eliminate the things that you don't like as much as possible, right? Because I understand we're, we're not all in this situation. You know, if you hate your job, you can't just walk in there and say, you know what, I'm, I'm out of here. You can't, not everyone is in that position and I understand that. So you want to start with the things that you can control and then slowly work your way up the ladder to uh, eliminating the angst or the, the things in your life that cause you discomfort slowly, right? So we're, we're assessing what we like, what we don't like, what causes us pain and discomfort what causes us joy and the things that cause us joy we want to we want more of 
and the things that causes us pain, we want to eliminate. So take a pen and pencil, pen and pencil, pen and paper, write it down, spend some time. And listen, guys, you, you have to do this stuff. And it sounds, it may sound funny. It may sound corny, but if there's something so powerful about sitting down in a quiet place with just you, your thoughts, a pen and a, and a piece of paper, and you're, and you're assessing your life. You're writing down every single thing that I mentioned, things you like, things you don't like, things you want to change, you know, things that you want to stay the same, things you want more of, things that bring you joy. You want to write all that stuff down right? It's powerful. And then once you have that information, you can strategize. So let's, uh, I'm going to jump into some more tangible stuff because, uh, and I, I can't spend too much time on this podcast today. My, my wife is coming to pick me up in about 30 minutes, but, um, you want to, the first thing I want to talk about is your choices. Let me say that again, your choices. Now, one of my philosophies is that our lives the fabric of our lives, what our life looks like, what our body looks like, what our financial status looks like, what our relationships look like. It's nothing but a compilation of our choices. Our choices create our reality. They create our life. So you have to look at every single choice for one, and you have to empower yourself by understanding that whatever scenario you're currently experiencing in your life, right? Whether, like I said, if it's a, a job you don't like, if it's a relationship that's just toxic and it's not healthy, if it's a financial situation, you created that. You did it. And you have to take ownership. You have to take ownership because it is the choices that you made that created this reality. And it may it may sting a little bit initially, to accept this but when I tell you it's powerful it's transformative because for me when I realized that my life sucked and my health sucked and I was fat and I was depressed and I was lonely and I had codependency issues when I when I identified that I am the one that created all these bad things it stung but it also was a very empowering moment because just just like I created this negative life, I, I have the power to create a positive life, right? So which, which was very empowering. I felt like, okay, I'm in control of this, right? You have to understand that you are in control of your life experience. You are in control of it all, right? And it starts by becoming a better choice maker. Now, I don't know if that's uh, uh, the right way to say that, but you guys understand what I'm saying. You have to make better choices with your life. And the only way to do that is to be clear on what you want, right? You have to be clear on what you want from life. You have to be clear on the thoughts and the beliefs and the habits that you have that created these circumstances, you have to be clear on them. I'm going to let that sink in. You have to clarity, man. Listen, if you want to achieve anything, you have to be clear on what it is that you want exactly. Right. So 
the choices, making sure that you are you are making the choices that will um, align you with the life experience that you want. Right. And another thing you want to acknowledge your losses. Right. And forgive yourself for them. You want to acknowledge your mistakes. Now, when I say acknowledge, I, I don't mean beat yourself up. That's one. That's actually the worst thing you can do if you're trying to change your 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 life. the The worst thing you can do is beat yourself up, because there's there's no value in that. We are all humans. That goes without saying. We all make mistakes. We all are on individual journeys, and a lot of the times we trap ourselves by identifying right attaching our identity to the things we've done in the past the things we done the things we did before we knew any better you can't hold yourself accountable for that you can acknowledge it you can learn from it but you shouldn't uh, allow that to be a weight that keeps you where you are and i want to say 95% of people do this they allow their past, the things they've done in the past, the relationships, the mistakes they made, the crimes they committed, the people they've done wrong, whatever the case may be. They allow these things to keep them stagnated. So you have to forgive yourself. You have to you have to be willing to acknowledge and then move on because success, right, whatever that looks like for you. It only comes with liberation. You have to free yourself and you have to re-identify, you have to change your identity, right? And you have to develop a success identity because right now, if you're not successful, that means that you don't have a success identity. Your identity is steeped in, in failure. Your identity is steeped in negativity if that's what you're experiencing in your life. Right. Remember, winners aren't people who never failed. They're just people who never quit. It's important, you know, to never let your success go to your head either. Now, that's on the flip side of this. Don't let your success go to your head and don't let your failures go to your heart. Right. The secret is to is getting ahead. I mean, I'm sorry. The secret to getting ahead is to acknowledge your failures and have the wisdom to apply them to the new opportunities that may reveal themselves as you continue down your path. And that's the important thing. You have to continue walking your path. You can't let your past keep you stagnated. Anyway, let's move on. Another thing, the people in your life. Oh, Listen, I can I can talk all day long on, on just this one subject by itself. The people in your life, they will make or break you. You know, we've all heard that saying that you are the average of the five people that you hang around most. And that couldn't be more true. It's such a cliche, but it's so, so true. And, and, and you also, on, on another note right you also have to forgive the people who who have hurt you you can't hold grudges if you want to change your life if you want to free yourself you can't hold grudges you have to forgive them the people who the toxic people in your life right i'm the cut off king right i cut people off quick back in the day i used to do that let me say that 
that process looks a little different for me nowadays because um, back in the days I would cut people off and then I was, you know, I would talk like, man, you know what? Forget them. They did X, Y, and Z to me. I can't have this people, these, you know, this, this person's influence in my life. Um, I would kind of like talk bad about the person that I'm cutting off, you know, whether they were right or wrong, that's beside the point. What, you know, the issue with that is, is that yes, you, you, you're saying you're cutting this person off, but you're still giving them the power to influence your you emotionally, you physically. They're still they still have the power. If you are still angry at them, if you still are holding a grudge because of something that they did to you in the past, you have to forgive them. And you're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for you because forgiveness frees you. It liberates you. It takes the weight off of your shoulder that you carry if you continue to um, just hold that grudge. So forgive the people in your past. Now, let's move. And then you can move on. You can move on. And, and, and sometimes cutting off people looks differently for different situations. Right. So now I've learned how to put a, a, a certain amount of distance in between me and certain people right and this goes for friends this goes for family members you got to accept people for who they are right you have to first and foremost know yourself and know how this person's qualities or their tendencies affect you and then you have to put the distance accordingly, right? So this is oh, this is goes back to strategizing. You have to strategize every part of your life, and your relationships are included in that. You have to strategize your relationships. If you if you feel negative emotions when you're around a person, if a person is always um, they're they're always gossiping, they're always they always have a, a pessimistic. Um, vibe to them if they're always talking about things that just that just don't bring value to your life then you know you can't spend time with this person you have to kind of put distance in between you and them um, you want to surround yourself with people who are like-minded people who and you don't have to necessarily agree with everything that this person says or, or believes but you you guys have to be going in the same direction Right. For instance, if you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to live a, ha- a happy, healthy lifestyle, it doesn't make sense for you to to be friends or, or spend a lot of time because you can be friends with people. It's, it's, it's more so about how much time you spend with them. It doesn't make sense for you to spend a lot of time with people who are constantly eating out and drinking and not exercising. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. You want to surround yourself with people who are fit, who are living a healthy lifestyle, or people who at least have the same ambitions or the same goals as you, right? They, they don't necessarily have to have achieved it yet. But if, if you see that they're, that they're trying to do that, then this, these are the type of people you want to surround yourself with. Right. Um, you, you, and another thing you have to, in order to change your life, you got to make friends with resistance. You have to make friends with challenge. You have to make friends with, with things that, force you to grow, right? And I, I use the analogy of growing muscle all the time. 
uh, in order to grow muscle, you have to put stress on that muscle. You have to do repetitions. You have to tear the muscle fibers. And then you have to rest in order for those mu- muscle fibers to, to regrow and rebuild. But they re- rebuild stronger than they were before. And the same goes for your for your mind. You have to be intentional about challenging yourself every single day. And yes, there's going to be fear involved. You know, there's going to be your mind trying to talk you out of doing the thing that is making you uncomfortable. But just accept that that is a part of the process. You, you, I don't feel like going to the gym and, and doing squats and deadlifts. I don't enjoy it. But I do enjoy the benefits. I do enjoy how I feel afterwards, you know, that feeling of accomplishment. But my mind tries to talk me out of going to the gym every single day, every day. And the same goes uh, for things that are going to make you grow mentally. Your mind's going to try to talk you out of it. There's going to be all types of excuses, creative excuses that formulate in your head, you know. For instance, I recently invested $2,500, $2,500 on, on an e-learning course. Listen, do you know how much resistance I've ex- I experienced before I was able to press that buy it now button to purchase this course? My mind was, t- man, popping up with all type of fears. I was thinking about bills that I haven't paid. I was thinking about other things I could be doing with that money, but it was all fear-based thoughts. And I, I, I've been blessed enough to identify, right? And I'm not saying I've, I'm past this, but I'm able to identify when a thought and action um, is based in fear. And when you have thoughts and action that are based in fear, it, you won't get anywhere, with fear-based actions or thoughts, period. You're going to stay where you are because that's going to keep you in your comfort zone. So me spending $2,500 on on this product, it challenged me. But so far, right, and it's been three weeks that I've been uh, in this course. No, two weeks. It has transformed my life, right? And this is another thing. The things that challenge you, the things that make you afraid, the things that... Um, just just make you feel the things that you thought were impossible, right? Once you face that fear head on and you do it anyway, those are the things that have the highest impact on your growth, the highest impact on your growth. So I spent this almost spent almost three thousand dollars on on some on some videos. <laughs> that pop up on my computer. I made that investment. I showed the universe that I was willing to sacrifice. In this case, it was money in order to to grow, in order to learn, in order to develop a skill. And the payoff has been substantial just in my internal environment right now. Right now, I haven't I haven't had the opportunity. I didn't finish the course yet and I haven't had the opportunity to apply any of this stuff yet. But I already right already I feel like I've I've got my money's worth just for how it's changed me internally, how I think my confidence, um, just all those 
internal thing, right? We, you have exercise and then you have exercise, right? So it made me stronger on the inside, which will affect every part of my life. It's going to affect this podcast. It's going to affect my, my, um, my video content. It's going, it's going to affect my performance in the gym. All of this, I can't express to you guys enough how, how important it is to challenge yourself, face your fears, invest in yourself. These sort of things are, are game changers, absolute game changers. Another thing that you should do or you should stop doing is comparing your life to someone else's and all of us do it whether it's at a conscious level or subconscious level I still do it and I catch myself doing it and I make sure I switch my thought because it's it's not a productive way to think it's not a a productive way to to live right so a big source of a lot of people's unhappiness is the idea that other people's lives are better or easier than than theirs but when you compare your situation to other people you're completely um so what you're doing is especially with social media right a lot of we we all do this we look at people's lives on social media and these are just the highlights of people's lives. They don't, most people don't. I, I feel like I, I try to uh, put my struggles on social media as well. But most people, they don't. They don't do that. So when you're comparing yourself to what someone is showing on their social media platform, you're comparing your entire life to just the highlights of their life. And That's not fair to you. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be comparing anyway. But just to give you some insight on what you're doing and how silly and ridiculous it is, that's exactly what you're doing. You're comparing your entire life to the highlights that they're choosing to show you. Let that sink in. Right. No matter how fantastic, how happy, how brilliant everything may, be, may seem on the outside in people's lives, they still deal with the same exact struggles that you deal with. They may be jealous of you. They may be having the same hardships that you're dealing with. They may have the same insecurities that you're dealing with. And you just got to remember that. All right, let's move on. You want to find clarity. I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. It, there's, listen, there, you cannot move the needle. You cannot make any changes if you don't know exactly what, you, what you're trying to change, right? You got to think about all the things in your life that are important to you, the essentials, and eliminate everything else. You have to be clear. Simplify. Focus. Oh my God. Focus. You have to focus. Listen, we live in a world where there's an abundance of distractions everywhere. There's an abundance of distractions everywhere. And we can't afford to be distracted. You cannot afford to be distracted. You have to focus. You have to figure out what it is that you're trying to achieve. Figure out what the, what's the, 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 the least steps to take to get there and you have to give each step the focus the attention the energy that it deserves and anything else that pulls you away from from focusing on that step is doing you a disservice right um i heard this saying 
distractions are luxury that only the the poor can afford. And I'm going to say that again. Distractions are a luxury that only the poor can afford. If you're trying to do anything significant with your life, you cannot afford to constantly be distracted. The next shiny thing that pops up, you can't afford to to jump on that. Or you can't afford to jump on this because, you you know, your friend told you, yo, this is what I'm doing to make money or this is what I'm doing to lose weight. You should try this. No. Focus on, first and foremost, learning yourself and then finding what works for you. And once you find that thing that works for you, zero in on it, lock in on it and focus until you get it done. Period. Anyway, I'm going to end the podcast right here, guys. I appreciate you guys for uh, for listening. Make sure you screenshot the podcast on social media at Bricks Fitness. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Get Well, Get Money. The way it's spelled is the way it sounds. Uh, I love you guys. And as always, I'm just trying to share the wellness. So get well <laughs> and get money. <laughs>